Greetings, most excellent Theophilus. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is another Friday, Theophilus, and I have some beautiful news for you. It is the last Friday that work for the foreseeable future. <clears throat> this is also for the next two weeks podcast I can do live on Friday. Um, I, by this time, will be in well on my way to Utah. And the week after that, I'll still be in Utah. So, I figured we were going to do some uh, good filler content in the meantime. I think we'll just do a full read-through of the Bible starting at Genesis. One half. Take unto Moses, saying, Behold, I reveal unto you concerning this heaven and this earth. Write the words which I speak. <laughs> I am the beginning and the end, the Almighty God. Be mine only, oh, by mine only begotten, I created these things. I created the heaven and the earth upon which thou standest. And the earth was without form and void. And I caused my darkness to come upon the face of the deep. And my spirit moved upon the face of the waters, for I am God. And I, God, was loud, and that light was good. This, what translation is this? this? Is this the message? This this has to be the, the passion translation. Oh. Oh. This is the, uh, the Holy Scriptures inspired version by Joseph Smith. This is the Joseph Smith Oh, I'm holding, oh, this is my quad, which is of the Restoration, um, Holy Scriptures, Authorized Version, Book of Mormon, and the Doctrines and Covenants. Oh, whoops. I don't know how I made that mistake, Theophilus. That's right, that is how Genesis 1 reads, uh, in here. Um... There are some interesting things in there. Um, I didn't even realize how long um, how long that narration, that first person narration went on for. When does the first person narration? Oh, so it's just oh no, it goes into uh, it goes into chapter two. Oh, wow, it goes well into chapter two. Chapter three? Oh, it goes into chapter three. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, by chapter five. And the Lord God called upon men by the Holy Ghost everywhere, and commanded them that they should repent. As many as believed in the Son. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, let's look at uh, let's look at Genesis chapter five. Um, in you know any sound translation, um, 
do that. How about that? Um, pull out my NASB because Google isn't loading. Um, okay. Uh, uh, chapter 5 The Descendants of Abraham. This is the book of the generations of Abraham in the day when God created man, he made them in the likeness of God. Uh, verses verse 1 of chapter 5 in Genesis, And the Lord God called upon the man by the Holy Ghost everywhere and commanded them that they should repent. Verse 2, And as many as believed in the Son and repented of their sins should be saved. And as many as believed not and repented not should be damned. And the words went forth of the mouth of God, a firm decree, wherefore they must be fulfilled. And Adam ceased not to call upon God, and Eve also his wife. That's not a grammatically correct sentence. And Eve also his wife. That's not technically gra grammatically correct in today's English. Um, and Adam knew his wife Eve, and wow... Wow, I really haven't uh, had time to read this much. Uh, wow, there's a lot of repentance being thrown in here. <sighs> Alright, what I really wanted to highlight, though, was this lovely little ditty. Uh, whoops, that's the Book of Mormon. Um... John chapter 1. Enarche en halagas, kai halagas prostantean, kai theas en halagas, autos en tontheon, no, autos en arche prostontheon. And this one was with him in the beginning, or was with God in the beginning. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm being nerdy. Um, alright. Let's read John, according to Joseph Smith. After this brief yawn. Alright, John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the gospel preached through the Son. Okay. And the gospel was the word. Okay, okay, okay. So the word is now the gospel instead of Christ. Okay, let's follow this along. And the gospel was the word, and the word was with the Son, and the Son was with God, and the Son was of God. Supported by no ma Greek manuscript ever. Um, the same was in the beginning with God. Now that's not terrible. All things were made by him, and without him nothing was with was not anything made which has been made. Um, theological problem. In Mormonism, God doesn't make. Um, also, the Greek means came to be. So, very literally, um, the fact that God in Mormonism uh, reforms things uh, doesn't, doesn't create. He doesn't bara. That's the Hebrew verb. He doesn't bara. Uh, in Mormonism, he only yitzeres. Um, which, yeah, in Genesis 1-2 in here, huh, yeah, it uses the wrong term there, too, given their theology. 
Um, Alright. Um, for in him was the gospel, uh, and the gospel was the life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the world, and the world perceiveth it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came into the world for a witness, to bear witness of the light, so of the gospel, to bear record of the gospel through the Son, unto all that through him men might believe. Huh. He was not that light. He couldn't be that light here grammatically. It makes sense in the Greek when it says that he was not that light, because the light is Christ, who is the Logos. Uh, but here in verse 8, the light means gospel. So he was not that gospel, a uh, no duh, um, but came to bear witness to that light, which is the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world, even the Son of God, who was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. See, Joseph Smith has to play around with the actual subject of John's opening statement, because he's forced the word and the son to be two different things. Um, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave the power to become sons of God, only to them who believe in his name. He was born. Oh, this completely changes it. Oh, oh, Smith took out the Calvinism. Um, uh, only to those who believe on his name. He was born. Not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> and the same word was made flesh that dwelt and dwelt among us. So now Joseph Smith has forced the gospel to become Christ. We beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spake, who cometh after me. For in the beginning was the Word, even the Son who is made flesh. So there's had to be two different words. Is the Word the Gospel, or is the Word Christ? Wow. Wow. Oh, he even adds so much stuff in here. Verse 18 reads completely different, and part of it is shoved to verse 19. For the law was after a carnal commandment to the administration of death. Wait, but you have to follow the law of God for eternal progression. But the gospel was after the power of endless life through Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father. And no man hath seen God at any time except he hath borne record of the Son. For except it as through him, for except it is through him, no man can be saved. <gasps> what? That's incredible. That's what? I, there are some 
absolute theological novums occurring here. Um, <clears throat> let's compare that. And uh, I'm not I'm not going to use uh, Bible Hub today, at least not for this passage. Um, I'm going to actually pull out my Nestle Alon, flip that open to John one one, Kata Johanna. Um, and in halagas, kahelagas proston theon, kaitheos and halagas. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Literal rending, and God was the word. Or, and the word was God. Two, autos ein en arche proston theon. This, or this one, um, was in the beginning, you put the definite article in there, um, with God. You remove the definite article from Tontha'an. Um, three, panta di auto egeneta kai chorus auto egeneto egeneta aude en or aude hen uh, ha gegenen. All through him came or came to be. Or all things through him came to be. And without or apart uh, from him came to be not one or not one thing or nothing uh, that has come to be. Verse 4. And auto zoen zoe ein. In him life was. Or in him was life. Kai e zoe en ta thos ton anthropon. And the life was the light of men. Verse 5. Kathos en ta scotia fene kai en scotia auto o kata. Kataleben. And the light is in, and the light in the darkness shines. And the darkness uh, has not overcome him, has not overtaken him, actually. Kataleben, uh, according to the lexicon I looked at, denotes the idea of taking grasp of. Uh, so I think over, overtake versus overcome is. It's a complete semantic argument for how to translate that, but if you want to get the feel across of what the Greek is going for, it's the idea of um, it's not been taken, it's not been overtaken, it's not been grasped and submerged. Um, so already so far, we have something completely different. The Word is with God, and the Word is ontologically God, uh, and John was written by a Jew, a, a, a true Messianic Jew, who knew the Messiah firsthand. Uh, he prayed the Shema every morning, Shema Yisrael Yahweh Elohenu Yahweh Echad. Uh, Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our God, Yahweh is one, Deuteronomy 6.4. So he's an absolute monotheist. Uh, but here we see that he's not a Unitarian monotheist. Um... Uh, that's just, that's so weird, looking at that. Um, 
Atheophilus, the reason I'm going to Utah next week is because, yes, we're going there, uh, church group, to help with a soccer camp that a upstart church is doing to hopefully uh, garner <clears throat> garner some notoriety in their community. Um, and we're going there to help. And there's one of the days we're going to go to the temple and we're going to get to talk to some missionaries. So I <clears throat> am losing my voice. So I am terrifiedly excited for that. Uh, because what I intend to do is I intend to bring, I intend to try to communicate a very, very essential truth that every man-made religion gets wrong. That every, that if every, everyone needs... Um, that truth, uh, Romans 5, verse 1, first from the Greek, then from English, dikaiothentes un ek pistios, airene ekomen proston theon, dia tu kuriu hemon Jesu Christu. Having been justified, therefore, from or by faith, <clears throat> we have peace with God, or peace we have with God, the Lord of us, Jesus Christ. I think that is the heart of the gospel. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. We don't have an armistice. We don't have... Christmas Eve in World War One, where the next day they went right back to killing each other. We don't have a peace treaty. We don't have, we don't have whatever the conclusion of the current situation in Israel is going to be. We have a special kind of peace. Paul, who wrote this, is a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee of Pharisees. Peace in the Hebrew mindset. Shalom. True shalom. Is a never-ending peace. It is a peace without the threat of violence. That's why you wish it upon people. Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Peace to you. True peace. The peace that only Christ can provide us with Christ. With God. Um, through his death, burial, and resurrection, in our stead. Uh, <clears throat> the wounds that brought us peace were upon him. And I'd love for this program to just sit down and do a complete read-through of Romans again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've already done that. Uh, and I want to take a look at another book, uh, <clears throat> one we haven't quite gone through on here yet, uh, that I think is equally um, as finger on the trigger of um, works-based salvation, and that is the book of Galatians. 
I'm going to get through as much of it as I can in this recording session, and then I'm going to pre-record for the next two um, Fridays, uh, the rest of it, and just dealing with it, and talking about Mormonism, uh, Latter-day Saints, <clears throat> which reads, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ. And God the Father, the one having raised him from the dead, and those with me, all the bro and, and, and all those brothers with me, to the churches of Galatia, or Galatias in the Greek. Grace to you and peace. From God, the Father of us, and the Lord of us, Jesus Christ. The one having given himself for the sins of us, so that he might deliver us out of the age, uh, out of the, the age of present evil. According to the thelema, the will of God. The will of the God and Father of us. To whom the to whom be the glory to the age of to the ages of the ages amen thalmazo i am astonished um, other ways of saying it i wonder marvel i wonder at i admire I am astonished that so quickly you are deserting from the one having called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, eis heteron euangelion, to a different gospel, which not, which not is another, which is not another. If not, huh? Which which is not another. If not, uh, if not, there are some who are troubling you, and desiring to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel out of heaven should preach a gospel to you contrary to what we proclaimed to you. Anathema, anathema, accursed, damned, let him be. As we have said before, even now again, I say, if any one to you is preaching a gospel contrary to what you received, anathema, let him be anathema. Presently, uh, present, for presently of men do I seek approval, or of God, or do I seek men to please? For if yet men I were pleasing, of Christ a servant, I would not be. I make known to you, brothers, the gospel having been preached by me, that not 
that it is not according to man. Neither for neither uh, for neither I am from man received it, nor was taught it, but by revelation of Jesus Christ. You have heard for you have heard of my way of life, formerly in Judaism, that exceeding beyond measure I was persecuting the church of God. I was persecuting the church of God and was destroying it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond my contemporary, beyond many contemporaries in the countrymen of me. More abundantly zealous, uh, being more abundantly zealous uh, uh, of, the, of the fathers of me tradition, of the traditions of my fathers. Fifteen. When, however, God was pleased, um, the, the, the having selected me from the womb of my mother, and having called me by the grace of him to reveal the Son of him in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, immediately, uh, immediate, immediately not I consulted with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem, um, to the to uh, basically in front of the apostles, but I went away to Arabia, and again returned to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to make acquaintance with uh, Kephan in in the uh, in the Greek uh, Cephas or Kephas, um, and I remained with him. Fifteen days. Uh, however, other of the apostles, uh, or however, of the other apostles, I saw none. If not James, the brother of the Lord. Huh. That's an oddly specific phrase, is it not? Um, notice Paul never says this of anyone else, but of James, of Jacobon. Ton Adelphon Tukurio, the brother of the Lord. Uh, you'd th you'd think Galatia, the Galatians, it's not like they're uh, it's not like they're super Jews, you know, other than the Judaizers. Uh, he's writing to them in Greek. They probably have a more Hellenized mindset. They're not necessarily going to be thinking of brother in the Semitic sense. Uh, I just find it interesting. Uh, especially since, you know, Adelphon isn't used of the other disciples of Christ by Paul. Um, okay, sorry. Verse 20. Now in what I write to you, behold, before God, uh, I, not, I, I lie not. When I went to the regions of Syria and uh, Kilik, Kilikias, Cilicia, uh, I was then unknown. Uh, I was then unknown by face to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. Only, however, hearing uh, they were that one persecuting us formerly. Oh, sorry. Only, however, hearing... Oh, they were only, however, hearing that the one persecuting us Formerly, now is preaching the faith 
which which once he was destroying and they were glorifying in me god it's an amazing little testimonial of paul's conversion once an enemy of the faith you read acts there's this beautiful passage on on how he was converted now paul did, paul didn't examine the evidence of christ paul wasn't an evidentialist he didn't examine the evidence for christ and come to the conclusion he tortured many christians he obviously knew their testimony of christ he tortured and killed them uh, and watched stonings of at least uh stephanas uh God, <laughs> I mean, okay, let's be, let's, let's be honest, forcefully converted Paul. Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Or Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Uh, I, <laughs> he didn't really have much say in that matter. Kind of was literally blindsided by, uh, by Christ. Um, all right. Chapter 2. Then, after 14 years, uh, again I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas, uh, having taken with me also Titus. Uh, I went up now according to a revelation and set before them the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles, apart. Uh, Apart individually, however, to those esteemed, lest heartily in vain I should be running, uh, or have run. Um, would that be or? Hmm. Okay. First uh, thing. But not even Titus, who was with me. A Greek being. Being a Greek. Helene was compelled to be circumcised <laughs> because of uh, because of even the secretly brought in false brothers pseudo adelphos the secretly brought in false brothers who came in by stealth to spy out the freedom of us which we have in Christ Jesus in order that they would enslave us enslave us whoa who are these people what do they want you're calling them false brothers they came in by stealth they're spying out our freedom freedom of what nature uh they want to enslave us to whom not even for an hour did we yield verse five uh, in subject in subjection in order that the truth of the gospel might continue with you okay the truth of the gospel six uh, now of those esteemed to be something whatsoever, formerly they were, uh, makes not a difference to me. The person, uh, the person God of a man not does accept. Okay, let's look at the translation. I say that like I'm not just reading the, the English translation of the Greek and have the Greek up just to point out cool things that I notice in the Greek. 
what they were makes no difference to me. God knows no partiality. Okay, the persons of God. Person, the God of a man, not does accept. I'm guessing Frosopon. The front, the countenance or aspect. Oh. Oh. I see. So basically, the. Okay. Okay. So basically, the appearance of them. God, God doesn't care about it. Okay. Uh, for to me, the esteemed added nothing. Let me scroll down, computer. Here comes the scroll. Come on, lag. Okay, there we go. Oh boy, it shot me way down. Okay. Uh, added, but on the contrary, verse 7, but on the contrary, uh... Having seen that I had been trusted with the gospel of the of the uncircumcision, the acrobistias. Welcome back, people who were with me in the opening of Romans. Uh, just as Peter, uh, with that of the circumcision, uh, for the one having worked in Peter for apostleship of the circumcision, did also in me toward the Gentiles, the ethnic. Uh, and having known the grace, having been given me, uh, James and and, Kef and Cephas, or Kephas, uh, and John, those esteemed pillars to be the right hands, gave to me and Barnabas uh, fellowship in order that we should go to the Gentiles. Um, they, however, to the circumcision, um, only, uh, only the poor that we should remember, or by implication, asking only that we should remember the poor. <clears throat> that also I was eager the same thing to do, or was eager to do that already. Um, verse 11. <clears throat> However, when Peter came to Antioch, uh, to his face I opposed him. Uh, because condemned he stood uh, bef before the four protugal before the four what oh that's I'm guessing that's what hmm, what's 12 in the nas for prior oh for the before okay Okay, okay. Uh, came certain ones from James. Tinas. Anyone, someone, a certain one or thing. Okay. Uh, from James. With the Gentiles, he was eating. When, however, they came, he was drawing back and separating himself, being afraid of those of the circumcision, and acted hypocritically. And with and with the rest of the Jews, he also acted and acted hypocritically with him. Also, the rest of the Jews, so that even Barnabas was carried away uh, with them by the hypocrisy. 
14. But when I saw that they were not walking uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before all, If you, a Jew, are like a Gentile and not a Jew, or live not like a Gentile, or live like a Gentile and not a Jew, why do, the Gentile, why do you compel the, the Gentiles to Judaize? We, by birth Jews, and not of the Gentiles, not and not of Gentiles, not of Gentile sinners? That's verse 15. Are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles? Okay. Nevertheless, knowing that not is justified a man by works of law. Hati u dekaiotai anthropos ex ergon namu. Is justified a man, not is justified a man by works of law. If not through faith, if not through faith, Christ. If not through faith in Christ Jesus. Even we in Christ believe in order that we may be justified by faith from Christ. Of Christ. Well, it should be of Christ. Um, it's in the possessive of Christ. Um, and not by the works of the law, because from or by the works of the law, not will be justified any flesh. By works of the law, there is no justification. That's what that passage is saying. If, however, seeking to be justified in Christ, uh, also we, we ourselves have been found to be sinners. Then Christ, then is Christ a minister of sin. Meganoito. <laughs> Some Romans flashbacks. Never may it be. For if, for if that I had torn down these things, and again I build them up, a transgressor, I prove myself. For I, through the law, to law died in order that to God I might live. Christ I have been crucified with. Sunestauromai. I live now. No longer I. Living in me, however, is Christ. That which, that which then now I live in the flesh through faith I live that from the Son of God the one having loved me and having given himself up for me not do I set aside the grace of God for if through the law righteousness or if through the law righteousness is, then Christ died for naught.
our righteousness is not from the law. If it is, Jesus died in vain. Oh, foolish Galatians. Oh, anoitoi Galati. Who has bewitched you? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed, having been crucified. This only I wish to learn from you. By works of law did you receive the Spirit? Or by hearing of faith. So foolish are you, having begun in the Spirit. Now in the flesh are you being perfected? So many things did you suffer in vain, if indeed also in vain. The one therefore supplying to you the Spirit and working miracles among you. Is it from works of law or out of hearing of faith? So also Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Know then that those of faith these are sons of Abraham. Having foreseen then the scripture that by faith justifies the Gentiles. That, that by faith God justifies the Gentiles. The gospel foretold to Abraham that will be blessed in you all the nations. So then of faith are blessed along with the believing Abraham. Such a profound thing there in just those first nine verses of Galatians 3. Galatians 3.3 3 is a passage I bring to bear now against works-based faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh. Because even with Catholicism, you have it. Oh, initial justification is by faith alone, grace alone. That's initial justification. But maintaining that justification, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's all of you, buddy. Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? I don't even know if the Mormon would say they have begun by the Spirit. But, see, it's, it's the very principle of the words being used here. that I, I apply this to a lot more than just the law. 
It's not just saying that we need God plus Torah. It's... It's... Also... It's, it's anything. It's grace plus anything. The moment your equation for salvation is grace plus, you have a false gospel. You have a gospel that cannot save you. That's what scripture says. Oh, we began by the spirit, but we're being maintained by our submission, by our good deeds, by our works of the law oh no that's already condemned you're maintained by the will of god by his grace and his mercy but that drew you in in the first place beginning by the spirit you are maintained by the spirit verse 10 for as many as are of for as many as are of works of the law are under a curse. For it has been written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue uh, in all things having been written in the book of the law. Uh, for you to do them. That now that by law no one is justified before God. It's, it's evident. Because the righteous by faith will live. And the law is not of faith. Rather, the one having done these things will live by them. 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law. It's called a curse. Because if you're trying to be justified by it, you must fulfill it perfectly and flawlessly. Saved by grace through faith after... Saved by grace after all that we can do. Book of Mormon. All that you can do, you can never do enough. Did you eat popcorn today? Did you have hot chocolate? Did you have anything other than the bare essentials for breakfast? Did you watch television? Did you watch YouTube? Did you listen to music? Then you didn't do all you could do. And that's not enough. But you don't have to follow the law. There is no eternal progression. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it has been written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. In order that to the Gentiles the blessing of Abraham might come in Christ Jesus, in order that the promise of the Spirit we might receive through 
the faith. Not through baptism. Not through good works. So that the promise of the Spirit we might receive through faith. Dietes pistuos. Pistuos. Through the faith. Fifteen brothers. According to man, I speak. Even of man having been ratified, a covenant having been ratified, no one sets aside or adds thereto. And to Abraham were spoken the promises, and to the seed of him. Uh, not, does it say, and to the seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to the seed of you, who is... Christ. This now I say, the covenant having been confirmed beforehand by God, the afterward 430 years having come the law, uh, having 40 years having come, the law does not annul, meaning that it does not annul the promise. Yeah, sorry, next pass, next part of it. So as to nullify the promise. For if by the law is the inheritance, it's no longer by a promise. This is like in Romans. If it is of works, then grace is no longer grace. If it is by the law, then inheritance is no longer a promise, as it was promised. But Abraham, but to Abraham through a promise, has granted it God. 19. Why then the law? Ti un ha namos. Why then the law? The transgressions, on account of the transgression, it was added. Uh, until, until that it should have come to the seed of him to whom the promise has been made, having been ordained through angels in the hand of a mediator. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, however, uh, a mediator of one person. Uh, what? 20. Now, a mediator is not for one party only, whereas God is only one. Not only, but the God, Ice Eston. The God one is. Ice Eston. Um. Therefore, the law is contrary to the promises of question mark. May it never be. For if the law had been given, for if a law had been given, being able to impart life, indeed, from the law it would have emerged righteousness. Indeed, from the law would have emerged righteousness. But imprisoned the scripture, all things under sin. The scripture has imprisoned all things under sin. In order that the promise by faith from Jesus, uh, by faith of Jesus Christ, might be given to those believing. Uh, before now came faith. Or before 
Before now came the faith, would be a... Oh, sorry. Bef oh, okay. This means basically, now before uh, the faith came, <laughs> under the law we were held in custody, having been locked up until uh, the faith about to be revealed. Um, until the faith about to be revealed. Uh, so that the law uh, has become a trainer of us unto Christ, in order that by faith we might be justified. Hina ek pistuo dikaio thomen. So that by faith we might be justified. In order that by faith we might be justified. You want to add works in there? We're justified by faith. Now, having come the faith, we are no longer under a trainer. 26. For all sons of God, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For you're all sons of God because he's your heavenly father and you have a heavenly mother and you're his spiritual babies made up of intelligences before you incarnated into flesh. Because matter is eternal? No. No, Joseph Smith had some very strange ideas compared to the Bible. You're sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as into Christ were baptized, you have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. Let's take this slower. 28. Uk hene laudeos laudeos aude helen. Helen. Neither is there Jew nor Greek. Uk hene dulos aude eleutheros. Neither is there slave nor free. Ukene arsen kai ukene asari. I guess I am pronouncing it wrong. Ukene arsen kai dele. Neither is there male nor female. Did I say the last one? Neither is there slave nor free? Yeah, I did. Neither is there male nor female. Pantas garhenes heis este en Christu Jesu. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus. Now, if you are Christ's or of Christ, then Abraham, then you are Abraham's seed, according to the promise heirs. The black Hebrew Israelite has to flip this on its head. Well, if you're Abraham's seed, then you're of Christ. No. <laughs> no. You flip the bottle around to try to drink from it. Oh wow, I think I'm going to be able to get through this today if I do a, if I just pop another segment. <sighs> now I say uh Galatians 4:1. Now I say for as long as time 
uh, for as long... Okay, let's look at the as we start for this. <clears throat> now I say as long as the heir is a child. Uh, not he differs from a slave. Uh, the owner of everything being. Uh, or though owner of everything being. Kurios Pantanon. I guess it's simply lord of everything being. Uh, instead, under guardians, uh, he is. And trustees, until the appointed time, by the father. So also we, when we were children, under the basic principles of the world, were held in bondage. Uh, however, when had come the fullness of time, God sent forth the son of him, having been born of a woman, having been born under the law. Verse 5, in order that those under the law he might redeem, in order that the Huiothesian, the divine adoption as sons we might receive. Here's that same parallel, here's that parallel with Ephesians. The divine adoption of sons, the Huiothesian. Now, because you are sons, verse 6, sent forth God, the Spirit, the Son of Him, into the hearts of us. Here's a little Trinitarian tribute. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, I believe the Spirit of the Father, He's identified specifically as God. That's pretty neat. Uh, okay, so the Spirit has been sent into the hearts of us, crying out, Abba, Hapater, Abba, Father. I'm going to clip this into the next segment. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was nasty. Verse 7. So no longer are you a slave. But a son, son, also an heir through God. <clears throat> yeah. An heir of what? Of the kingdom? Not of godhood, of the kingdom. If you read consistently with scripture. Verse 8, but at that time, indeed not knowing God, you were enslaved to those by nature, not being gods. Now, however, having known God, however, rather, having been known by God, isn't that an interesting statement? However, now having known God, However, rather, having been known by God. So we know God. But moreover, God knows us. Okay. Cough, Romans 8. How do you turn again to the weak and destitute principles to which, again, an you desire anew to be enslaved. 
You observe days and months and seasons and years. I fear for you, lest perhaps in vain I've toiled for you. I hope you can hear Paul's broken heart pleading with them. I fear for you, lest perhaps in vain I've toiled for you. I think you could argue some points of this letter, Paul might have been speaking like Stephen Anderson, but here especially, he was speaking like Paul Washer. <laughs> if you're familiar with either of those two preaching styles. Um... Become as I, verse 12, become as I. Because I also, as you, Brothers, or I have also become as you. Brothers, I implore you, in nothing you have wronged me. Uh, you know that in weakness of the flesh I proclaimed the gospel to you at first. <laughs> and the test of you was in the flesh of me. You did not despise me nor rejected me with contempt. But as an angel of God, as a messenger of God, yeah, as an angel of God, you received me, even as Christ Jesus. What then, uh, what then the blessedness, what then, what, 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 15? 15 of uh, five. Nope, wrong passage. Where then is that sense of blessing you had? What then the blessedness of you? For I bear witness to you that, if possible, the eyes of you, having been gouged out, you would have given them to me. So, this is part of why it's, under, it's thought that the thorn in the flesh, the why he talks about having to write in such big letters, it's probably because he had eye issues. Uh, maybe that scaly stuff that happened at his conversion kind of stuck with him. Uh, but, so, Paul kind of gives a, a refrain after everything he said. So, so enemy of you have I become. Speaking truth to you? Or as you might recognize more from an English translation. So have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? 17. They are zealous after you. Uh, and not rightly. But to exclude you. They desire. In order that. In order that. Or nor, in order that you might be zealous oh, after them. <laughs> Now, he's good to be zealous in a right thing at all times. And not only in the, and not only in my being present with you, children of me, whom again I travel until, uh, of whom again I travail? I'm not familiar with that word. What is a travail? To be in, oh, 
mean birth pangs. Okay. Okay. Again, I, I, I guess again I labor until, um, until it shall be for until shall be formed Christ in you. I was wishing, indeed, to be present with you, presently, and to change the tone of me, because I am perplexed as to you. 21. Tell me, those wishing to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? It has been written, for it has been written that Abraham had two sons. One of the slave, the slave woman, and one of the free. But the one indeed of the slave woman, according to the flesh, has been born. Kata sarka genetai, according to the flesh, has been born. But the one of the free, through the promise, which things are allegorized for these are two covenants one indeed from Mount Sinai unto begetting unto slavery which is Hagar and Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia she corresponds now to the present Jerusalem. She is in, for she is in slavery with the children of her. But the above, but the above Jerusalem, but the above Jerusalem is free, who is the mother of us. For it has been written, Rejoice, O barren woman, the one not barren, break forth and call out. The one not travailing or laboring, you know, having labor. Uh, <clears throat> because many are the children of the desolate woman. Uh, or I guess because many more are the children of the desolate woman. Than her having, than of her having the husband. Now you brothers, like Isaac of promise, are children. But just as at that time, according to the flesh being born, uh, having been born, the one according to the flesh having been born was persecuting the one born according to the spirit. So also it is now, so also it is now, so the ones who are in the flesh, the ones who are according to the flesh, who are katasarka, are persecuting the ones who are katanuma. And let me check real quick with the aland if this parallels uh, properly the verbiage in Romans eight, because I'm starting to see a, I'm seeing a parallel, I think, uh, between the idea of according to flesh and according to spirit or promise. Um, six, no, uh, is that five that it starts with? Uh, yeah, for those 
Katasarka. Antes Tateas the kata numa. It's the exact it's the same verb forms even. It's actually the same verb forms. Numa. Okay. Huh. I think this might be paralleling with Romans eight. Okay. Okay. Which those who are according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh. Uh, great passage, read it. Um, <laughs> or check out my Roman series. Because uh, I did that. Um, okay, sorry. Verse 3. But what it says in the... But what says it in the scripture? Cast out the slave woman and her son. For no, not will inherit the son of the slave woman along with the son of the free. So then, brothers, we are not of the slave woman's children, but of the free. There's a, there's a dichotomy here. There's a dichotomy here. Um, you know, and we see this principle in uh, Romans 8, too. There, there's, there's not this middle humanity there's either you're of the flesh or you're of the spirit either you're of the promise or well here it still says flesh but uh, yeah all right five one in freedom christ has set us free stand firm therefore and not again entangle yourselves into a yoke of slavery. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you shall become circumcised, Christ will profit to you nothing. I testify now again to every man being circumcised that a that he is a debtor above all the law to keep. Or sorry, that a debtor he is to keep all the law. You are severed from Christ. Whoever is in the law are being justified. From grace you have fallen away. For we, through the Spirit by faith, eagerly await the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision has any power, nor uncircumcision, but only faith through love working. You're running well. Who cut into you? Oh. Oh my. Is that what that means? Oh, to interrupt. Okay. Come on. Um, that's, that's, okay, that's not the right way to translate that. That's misleading. That's misleading. You were running well who hindered you from obeying, right? Yeah. 
who who hindered you? Um, the truth, uh, not you know, uh, not to obey the truth. This persuasion is not of the one calling you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I am confident as to you in the Lord that no other mind you will have. The one, however, troubling you will bear the judgment. Well, that's an interesting shift. He says that they're going to be cut off if they accept circumcision. He says that they're going to fall away. But here he says, I'm confident as to you in the Lord that you will have no other mind that the one troubling you will bear judgment, whoever he might be. So Paul is confident that they are not actually cleaved away from God, that he will restore his people. Now I, brothers, if circumcision still proclaim, why still am I persecuted? In that case, has been established the offense of the cross. I wish also they will emasculate themselves, those upsetting you. Which the word there, apo, apoka, apoka, kapsante, uh, meaning from apo and kapto, to amputate, reflexively meaning to mutilate. I wish also they would mutilate themselves, those upsetting you. That they would go the full way. Just, you, know, you want to take a little piece off? Just take the whole thing off. Go ahead. For you were called to freedom, brothers. 13. Not only the freedom for an opportunity to the flesh. Rather, through love, serve one another. For the entire law, in one word, is fulfilled. In this, you shall love the neighbor of you as yourself. However, if one another you bite and devour, take heed lest by one another you might be consumed. I say now, walk by the Spirit. And, and, and the desire of the flesh, <laughs> no, not you should gratify. Do not gratify the desire of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit's. And the spirit is against the flesh. For these are opposed to one another. In order, not that, if you might wish those things you should do. However, if, the, if by the spirit you are led, uh, you are not under the law. Now evident are the works of the flesh, which are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, uh, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, contentions, dissensions, factions, envyings, 
drunkenness, carousing, and other things like these. As to which I forewarn you, even as I warned before, that those such things doing, that doing those such things, you will not inherit God's kingdom. Oh, that those who do such things will not inherit God's kingdom. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Wait a second. Pistis, faith is a fruit of the Spirit. Of course, it, it's all of God. All is a gift of God. It's granted to us to believe. Gentleness. Self-control. Sorry, Pentecostals. Hyper, hyper-charismatics. A fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Not carousing. Which means basically to be stirred up. Drunk in the Spirit. I guess. It's another way to translate that. Against things, against such things, there is no law. Now those of Christ Jesus um, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. <clears throat> if we live by the Spirit, by Spirit also we should walk. We should not become boastful, provoking one another, envying one another. And if we recognize, I'm saying this, if we recognize that the only difference between us and the one who will never come to Christ is a five-letter word called grace, then... We won't become boastful. We won't provoke one another. We won't envy. When we realize that we are a beggar who's been shown bread, that apart from God we are nothing, we're worthless, we're dead. We're dead, D-E-D, -E dead in our sins. That God has so graciously, mercifully, mercifully, He's mercied us. He mercies whom he mercies. Compassions whom he compassions. As Christ did for Lazarus. He came to the foot of your tomb and called you out from it. Then there is no room for boasting and for envy. <clears throat> Galatians 6. Brothers. If even should be overcome a man in some trespass, you, the spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest also you be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and thus you shall fulfill the law of Christ. Parallel with Romans, talking about the law of Christ. 
if uh, for if anyone thinks himself to be something uh, being however nothing he deceives himself but the work of himself uh, but but let each test the work of himself and then as to himself alone the ground of boasting he will have and not as to another. For each his own, for each shall bear his own load. Wait, what? What's he, what's he saying there? But each must examine his own work, and then he shall have a reason for boasting in regard to himself alone, and not in regard to another, for each one will bear his own load. I see what's going on. Okay. Six. Now let share the one being taught in the word with the teaching in all good things. Uh, do not be misled. The as u mikterizete. The as u mikterizete. God is not mocked for whatever. If for whatever a man might show, that also he will reap. So, not show, so he will reap. For the one sowing to the flesh of himself, from the flesh will reap decay. The one, however, sowing to the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. And, and well-doing, he will not grow weary, in, for in time, for in due time he will reap a harvest, not giving up. So then, as occasion, so then as we have occasion, we should work good. We should work good towards all, especially now toward those of the household of faith. Or of the of faith. Of those of faith. See now how large to you I have See how large the letters to you I have written with my own hand. As many as wish to have a fair appearance in the flesh. Compel these. These compel you to be circumcised. Only in order that the cross of Christ Jesus. Um they might not be persecuted. For not even those being circumcised themselves keep the law. But they desire you to be circumcised in order that in your flesh they may boast. However, for me, may it never be to boast. If never in the cross of the Lord of Jesus Christ, through which to me has been crucified the world, and I to the world. For neither circumcision is anything, nor uncircumcision. Alla kene ktisis. Instead, a new creation. And as many as those who rule by this will walk. Peace. 
upon them, and mercy, and upon Israel of God. Henceforth, troubles to me let no one give. For I bear on me the marks, for I bear on the body of me the marks of Jesus. The grace of the Lord of us, Jesus Christ, with the spirit of you, be with you, be with the spirit of you, brothers. Amen. That is Galatians. You can't earn heaven. You can't earn eternal life. Eternal life in Latter-day Saint theology is, of course, although not at all what it is for us. Read the Bible. There's two places when you die. There's Gehenna, where the worm never dies. The fire goes up forever. Wailing and gnashing of teeth. And there's heaven. There's the new heaven and the new earth. And the new Jerusalem comes down from the new heavens. And God rules among us as our God and King. Now I eagerly await that day. There's not three levels of heaven. In Jewish thought, the first heaven, that's where the birds are flying, that's where the clouds are cumulusing. The second heaven, that's where the stars are, that's where the comets are coming from. The third heaven is where God is. The third heaven is heaven. The heaven we think of as Americans. It's question time again. <clears throat> Red DXZG on TikTok asks, This is a very political question and kind of off fascism. I'm not familiar with British fascism, but fascism is terrible. It's bad. We fought a whole war over this. It's wrong. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, no, I uh, I believe the proper form of government is a theocracy. The problem is that the theo needs to be there to, to ocrate. <clears throat> In lieu of God ruling amongst us um, from the New Jerusalem, um, the next best system is a democratic republic. My allegiance is to the republic, to democracy. Your new empire. Anyways. Let's see what Discord has to say, if anything. Doesn't look like it. <clears throat> yeah, looks like it is not. Okay. Full of questions. If you're hearing this, Theophilus, pray. Please pray for our brother, for, 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 for our brothers and sisters who witness to Latter-day Saints, to Muslims, to Catholics, to people who need salvation, all in all. 
and pray for those people being ministered to that they would hear and they would turn that God would take out their heart of stone and give them that heart of flesh take their mind set on the flesh and set it upon the spirit that as many as were ordained unto salvation unto eternal life were saved that God opens their eyes that they might believe I'm going to be taking the gospel to a very dark place. There's Christ, but it's a false Christ. There's gospel, but it's a false gospel, according to Galatians. Another gospel is no such thing. There's no other gospel. There's only one gospel. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. For by grace we are saved through faith. This not of ourselves. It is the gift of God that no man can boast. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do works which he prepared beforehand that we should do. And we do because we're being conformed to the image of Christ by the Holy Spirit of our God. So it is not no longer I who live, but Christ living in me. Because those whom God foreknew, he predestined. Those he predestined, he called. Those he called, he justified. Those he justified, he glorified. That, that is a testimony of Scripture that you don't get with these false religions. In works-based religion, you've got God holding out his hand, pleading with you, and you can just choose to not grab on. You can just choose to not grab on. But according to the Bible, you are dead until God pulls you out of the grave. And we must pray that he's willing to do that. I'd love to be a tool to lead someone to Christ this coming week. All is as the Lord wills. So pray. Jesus spake these things unto his disciples and those listening. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil on you, against you because of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets for you.
having been justified by faith. Go in the peace you have with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank <laughs> you.